I have a list of players, but overall, my favorite player of all time would be Ray Allen. And then right next to Ray Allen would be Tracy McGrady. And then after Tracy McGrady, it's a tie between Steve Nash and Shaquille O'Neal. And then after those two, um, now these are my favorite players. I'm not saying these are the best players. I'm saying these are my favorite players. Um, Jason White Chocolate Williams would be next. And then after that would be LeBron James. And that's about it as far as my favorite players. Um, who do I think is the best player of all time? The best player of all time, in my opinion, not nobody else's, my opinion, what could have been. Who is the best player of all time? Um, I don't know. I don't know. In the NBA, you're saying best NBA player of all time. Um, it's hard to say. It really is. Because, you know, instinct says Michael Jordan. Then other thoughts say LeBron James. So, I don't know, man. But it's between those two, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. But who do I think could have been? And who do I think was the most talented player of all time in the NBA? Tracy McGrady. Yeah, that's my guy. I think he was the most talented player to ever play in the NBA. Who was the most dominant player to ever play in the NBA? That would be Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was unstoppable. It ain't matter how many moves he had and all this kind of stuff, he was unstoppable. Could you imagine if Shaquille O'Neal was as dominant on defense as he was offense? It would be no question. He would be the best player of all time. As far as dominance alone. Not the most skilled player, like Tracy McGrady, I think, but the um, most dominant player of all time. He still is without that. But nobody would be questioning. Some people question about Shaquille O'Neal, which is kind of stupid to me. My The best point guard of all time, in my opinion, and one of my favorites, even though he didn't play any defense, was uh, Steve Nash. He's always been my favorite point guard. And I always saw Jason Williams just like Steve Nash, but his career never took off like Steve Nash at all. Who was better, Jason Williams or Steve Nash? Steve Nash. Yes. But Jason Williams was close, but he just wasn't there. Um, Who else I said? Ray Allen. Ray Allen is my favorite player of all time because he was so clutch. He had an inside and an outside game. He was the leading three-point shooter of all time until um, Steph took over. Um, what else? He was a professional and obsessed with the game. He used to show up three hours before every single game. 
and you could always count on him in the clutch. He never got um, scared in the moment, you know what I'm saying? And he was always professional, and he worked hard. He was the hardest working man in the game. Another person that has climbed onto my list, and I, and the reason he wasn't never on my list before is stupid, is because I always used to have who was better, Steph Curry or Ray Allen. And for a long time, I refused to give up that Ray Allen wasn't better than Steph Curry. And to be honest with you, I still don't. I. I think Ray Allen was just as good a player as Steph Curry. It's just his career went in a different direction and it was a different period in time when Ray Allen played. Because when Ray Allen played, he was the man on his first teams. The Bucks, the Supersonics, Ray Allen was the man on those teams. He traded being the man to being a part of the big three, being a role player. He chose that. Think about if he hadn't chose that and he had to stay with, say, the um, Supersonics and they turned into the Thunder and it was still his team. He could have had a career like Steph Curry. If they, I mean, if he had his own team and he was the man on that team, no questions, everything runs through him. Like, you know, like Steph, then um, I think Ray Allen would have had just as good a career as Steph did. I don't know if he could do the same things, but I think he would have had just as good a career as he did. The thing about Steph is he came in and changed the game with the long ball, you know what I'm saying? Shooting from half court and all that kind of stuff. Ray Allen didn't do that, but if he had stayed... If he had the opportunity to have his own team, he would have had the opportunity to showcase his skills a lot more. He might have not got a championship, but he might have. Who knows? But yeah, Ray Allen is still my favorite. Tracy McGrady, it's just his skill, man. Tracy McGrady was the best scorer of all time. Go look at some highlights before he got hurt. Injuries took Tracy McGrady out, nothing else. Injuries. If you trace me, you know, people blame injuries like uh, it's the player's fault. If you get sick today from a cold or you get some kind of uh, terminal illness or something, is it your fault? Maybe. More than likely, you ain't gonna be blaming yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how how you blame like athletes for getting injured? It ain't like they tried to do it on purpose. So. Don't, what I'm saying is don't penalize Tracy McGrady's career because he was injured. The Hall of Fame didn't do it. That's why he in the Hall of Fame. They looked at his body of work minus the injuries and they said, damn, he was a great player. Hall of Fame worthy. So, yeah, that's how that goes. And Steve Nash, man. Steve Nash is the most creative point guard of all time, in my opinion. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd to me was um, 
like, like, let's put it like this. If you had to put them in order, if I had to put them in order between White Chocolate, Jason Kidd, and Steve Nash, White Chocolate was could have been better than both of them. I don't know how, I don't know why his career turned out the way it did, but either way, I put White Chocolate, it's just a slight bit not as good as um, Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd it's slight less as good as um not as good as uh Steve Nash. Yeah. But they got rings though, which is crazy. Yeah man. I wish Steve Nash could have got a ring. He got robbed of his ring. Robbed. He could have got a ring. Scandalous ass referees. Who else do I like? Reggie Miller has always been on the list. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players. I just like his competitiveness. He can shoot. Reggie can play, man. Reggie can play. Reggie changed the game, too. Um, Of course, I like LeBron, Shaquille. New, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I always watch basketball. It's just... It hasn't been anybody that's like, except for Steph, like, that's become my favorite player recently, like in the last 10 years. Even though I've been watching, I just haven't attached myself to any favorite players for the last decade, I don't think. Except for Steph. And that's it. The reason why is, um,. I don't know, man. Oh, I'll tell you why. See, like, back in the day, like, early 2000s, and, yeah, the early 2000s, that's when I started watching. The early 2000s, all NBA players was athletic. But now, it's way more athletic NBA players. I'm talking about these kids doing stuff that um, you never thought would be possible on the court. No wonder they have so many injuries. All that stopping and going and jerking and all that stuff they be doing, they do some wild stuff on the basketball court. They might not be playing that much defense, but they playing the hell out of offense. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah. For real. Just super athletic. It's the steroids they putting in the food. I'm telling you, man. Have you been to like a middle school or a high school lately? These kids are huge. And I'm thinking like, damn, these some big ass kids. And then I realized, I said, what's the difference between like the kids that was born in the 90s and the 2000s and the early 2000s and now? They started putting a whole bunch of steroids in the food, I think. And it's making people big as hell early. Be five years old. Five, <laughs> five feet tall. Like, damn, is that a baby or a man? But that's how I think of the NBA is, man. They say evolved, but everybody has evolved. People look different now than they did before. It's the food. It's the food, man. I'm telling you. They feeding these kids 
they feeding the animals that we eat in steroids and then they feeding us the animals. So we just getting steroids through them. That's one of my conspiracy theories. Yeah. You asked the question, bro. Um, favorite coach of all time? My favorite coach of all time is Phil Jackson. Yeah, I think Phil Jackson is is uh, the best coach of all time for me. Second, uh, Coach K from Duke. He not even NBA coach, but Coach K from Duke. I think he could have did wonders in the NBA. I think Coach K could have came through and did like pop. Got us some championships. Yeah, Coach K is a hell of a coach, man. Other NBA coaches I liked. Um, Phil Jackson. I always thought people always slept on him but and said he was a bad coach and this and that and the third. But I like Mike D'Antoni. I thought Mike D'Antoni was a cool guy, man. When he was out there coaching. He ain't old now, though. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni. Um, that's it. Yeah. The reason why. Let me tell you why. These coaches, man. You think the players? Some of the players seem like arrogant and assholes. Ooh, could you imagine... What the coaches are probably like. I done heard stories on these podcasts from the players about the coaches. Man, these coaches are something else. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, that's the reason I didn't play sports when I grew when I was growing up, because I wasn't good at sports and I really didn't like sports, right? But I think that was a gift from God. Because one thing that athletes deal with probably on every level is having a crazy ass coach talking to them crazy on a daily basis hell no some of the stuff that I've seen in interviews and I've heard that coaches say to players high school middle school even elementary I'm thinking like I ain't never had anybody talk to me like that in my life yeah that's crazy I'm not saying we're gonna be fighting but we damn sure gonna be arguing. Yeah. You can yeah, man. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take having it's it's enough that you're talking to me crazy. But not only is you talking to me crazy, you screaming at me too? Oh hell no. Yeah. And the coaches in the NBA, man, I, I done heard some wild stories about them. Like one of the worst coaches that it seems like ever is um Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, they say Stan is horrible. Yeah, I couldn't work for nobody like that. Because essentially, if I was a coach, and I guess you can't be like that, because, I mean, they say he horrible, but he keep a job. So he must not have been that bad. But essentially, these are employees, and these people work for the NBA and work for that franchise. How the hell you will talk to your employees like that? You know what I'm saying? I could see high school, 
uh, college, because they kids then. But when I'm in the NBA, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a grown-ass man that make more money than you. I'm a millionaire. Talk to me like you got some sense. And that's what I would do if I was a coach. You know what I'm saying? But I guess I'm not a I'm not a uh, athlete. Maybe that's how coaches and people talk to each other in the sports world. Thank God I'm not there. Yeah, thank God I'm not in the sports world. I know people at regular jobs they try to talk to people like coaches talk to uh, athletes, like managers. They try to talk crazy to employees. Mm. I ain't never quite been there before either. I've heard it, but I've never been there. Yeah, maybe, maybe I have for like two days. And the reason I took it is because I needed a job, but I made up in my mind it wasn't gonna last too much longer. I even went to another manager and told him, listen, if this manager keep talking to me crazy, we will have ourselves a problem. So that didn't last too long. And that's why when um, NBA players get kicked out and don't last that long, supposedly because of their attitude, we only get one side of the story. And I ain't gonna lie to you. If I had a coach cussing me out, talking to me crazy, and calling me names and all the kind of stuff that I've heard that they do, I'd have a bad attitude too. Especially if I already got me a um, a guaranteed contract. Number one, most players that get in the NBA in interviews, the first thing they always say is, I never thought I was going to get this far. I was just blessed to even play college basketball. So most never even think they're going to get into the NBA, right? So you get into the NBA, you get that uh, contract, and you done made a couple of million dollars, and now you go to a team and you miserable and the coach calling you a bitch and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all types of horrible things. And now you talking back. I can't blame you for talking back. I might have a bad attitude too. Yeah, I ain't gonna be too many of those, man, until we will have us an altercation. Yeah, so Phil Phil Jackson probably talked crazy to his players too. He seemed like he can get like that. But um He's still my favorite coach. Yeah, man. I done heard horror stories about them coaches. I think the coach is worse than the um than the players when it comes to ego and attitude. You know who I heard is one of the top cussers and uh, aggressive coaches? Spolster from the Miami Heat. He been around, but they said he's a little wacko in the locker room. And they said a lot of players can't go play for him because, you know, they call it tough. I call it being an asshole, but that's just her opinion. You know what I'm saying? His opinion and their opinion is that he tough. My opinion, when you talk to people disrespectful and crazy, you being an asshole. So, it's all opinionated. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that was fun talking basketball. You see, my thoughts on basketball and the way I, the way I see basketball it's a lot different than um, the way other people talk about it and see it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm a different type of guy. Yeah.
That's why I can't have a favorite player. I got favorite players. Ray Allen is at the top. 